Come on kids, now gather round Grab a log and sit right down What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground It's the campfire shit show And now, your camp counselors Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo Good, because I'm ready too Let me get my sheet out <laughs> Get your sheet together my sheet, sheet. Just get your oh, sheet Oh, let me, together. I'm reunited with my lipstick that I left here at your house. Mm-hmm. Brrr, what color is it? After a party. After a party, with, oh yeah. With like 30 people. Yeah, brrr. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, that's right, it's, it's bright it's, Don't red. even open that, because even opening <gasps> what that. What happened that, to it? Nothing, I didn't it do it. smushed. Well, <laughs> I, I want everyone to listen right now. I'm applying lipstick. I look like a clown, even more than usual. Okay, I'm ready to go. Hello. Hi, Meryl. Um, We're not going to do an Adam and Eve ad because if you want to buy something for the holidays, it's too late. Sorry. My ad for the rest of time is just that Sasha Gray flashlight mouth because every time I show someone that picture, it changes (laughs) the landscape of the conversation. Really? And everyone freaks out. No one has ever looked at it and said, okay, yeah, I get it. I get it. I want to adopt it. I think it's cuter than most babies that I've seen. (laughs) I really do. Every it's almost every funny. infant born in it's 2021. Funny. Uh so you know I'm working on that movie podcast yes. and it's about to come out real soon. But I can't we just wait. watched a movie that had a character in it that was a baby that looked like that flashlight. Really? Yeah, and it was like the whole time I kept looking I was like it just looks like Sasha Gray's little like flashlight mouth. Oh, I want to What's see it's, it. it's what a dis- what a disservice to Sasha Gray cuz she's such a such a an athlete, such a performer yeah, in the world of too. porn. She really knew how to like, you know, take it like a champ. Yeah. And then they make that of her mouth, which is just, I can't imagine putting that on my dick at all. I can. I, uh, today, this morning, yes, I went to onlyfans.com mm. and then, then I did my normal thing, which is I like overanalyzed because, okay, so I really want to launch my OnlyFans where I put food items on my cleavage and yes breast. you'll probably make a lot of money uh, and you would think so but <laughs> i feel like from what i've heard of only fans you have to really promote it like, all the time and i'm not going to promote it on my mm-hmm. instagram and i'm not really gonna well that's where it. people are going to pay they're going to see you, could go, you imagine oh. just like my rabbi yeah. from back home <laughs> i mean they, they, they would probably sign up but like I feel like that is not my, I don't know, I'm friends with a lot of people that I don't know even. Or, I laugh so hard because, I mean, this is jumping forward a little bit, but you came to the- uh, Oh, yes, I did. Oh, my God. Someone could have snapped you, a photo. You came to the party, uh, which, which okay, we're going to get into this Yeah, we'll talk about quick, the party. But you did dress up like a deer, and then later you posted a, a, an image that said, only fawns, <laughs> and uh, it made us laugh pretty hard. Aww. Yeah. I, I thought you were going to say, which we'll get to too, is that I had a- at one point, a lot of pasta on my breasts. Well, we'll get into. Okay. I'll be charging for that soon, baby. Oh but, gosh! But, but then I started looking. I got overwhelmed at how many people are on OnlyFans, and then I also yeah. don't want to show my face. And then I started like looking at. They have uh, programs where you can hire like a virtual assistant to promote your OnlyFans. Yeah. And so then I'm like, I'm gonna end up like spending money somehow. Like to. What if you found? I want to be part of an. What agency. if you found a body double? Right. And you had them be the account, but it's always your pictures and you just pay the woman or the person oh, like a for, their, fee or for their image, for their their facial image. And, and then Is you act their face? Like, or deep fake. I can deep fake myself. You could deep fake. You could deep I think fake. I, maybe I'll be. A f- oh. oh, I would love this. OK, fake. but it's, it's always so funny where um, <laughs> I don't want to let the unknown get in the way of my 
of at least trying because yeah. this is something that seems so daunting to me. OnlyFans is a scary place. It's, yeah, it's, a, it's like, yeah. <clears throat> in my opinion, it's like subscription porn in the early days where you're like, I, I just, I, it feels, it feels weird to me. I mm-hmm. mean, but, but obviously it's people do it, and yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying that you shouldn't. I just like, <laughs> I just look into. It, I'm like, I don't think I feel comfortable like subscribing to an OnlyFans. Personally, I just don't. Yeah, I, I, it's weird. Uh, what am I getting out of that when porn it. is for porn is free, really, in many cases, right? Yes, you can get what you need in that way. So then it becomes sort of like, f- sort of like, oddly focused onto one person, right? Yeah. And then you go, oh, I'm just want to obsess about this person and right. their content, and and I want to totally right. That's a yeah, good point. I want to fuck that person. Yeah. And before it's just like. I just want to fuck. Right. And now it's like, no, you want to fuck Sarah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Don't goof, forget. Goo Goo McLaughlin. <laughs> there's or like a, a public library out there of all free porn that you can there, visit anytime. There is. Yeah, insext.com. <laughs> That's what I go to. Um, okay, okay. Let's talk about, you want to talk about your party first and foremost? Uh, we surely can. Okay. So uh, this last weekend, uh, I threw a party. I had come up with this idea. Uh, I called it the Big Bad Holiday Flim Flam. And it was sort of like an all-encompassing party. Uh, we're going to celebrate every holiday throughout the year. You know, St. Patrick's Day, Easter, Christmas, Halloween, everything, mm-hmm. right? President's Day, all the all the offshoots. And I created a, 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 a wheel of images that you spin the wheel, and if it lands on, let's say, Christmas, it's like, ah, oh, what do we do for Christmas? And then I had corresponding envelopes that had the directions of each holiday. Everyone that came to the party, as soon as they got here, they got a number. Mm-hmm. And so each holiday would have a corresponding number to say like, okay, for uh, Halloween, we're gonna play charades and it's gonna be uh, horror movie based and it's gonna take five people. And so then I'd pull five numbers out of the bowl mm-hmm. and then those people who were in the room would say, oh, I'm number five and they'd get up and they'd have to do that exercise. And we'd cycle through throughout the party. How did you come up with this in your brain? Is there another party that? No, I never. No, it I was, just it was, I was very masterfully it. pulled I, off. I, it was a great vision. I honestly just I, I thought like it started with like oh we'll just put numbers in a bowl and then we'll put this and then and, and as I started to develop it a little bit more, mm-hmm. uh, I was like oh you know it'd be funny if we did that on or not funny but. It, put it on ping pong balls, put the numbers, and then yeah. it, it would be like, oh, you hold up the number, like bingo. And and so it was just like a culmination of of lots of things that I've either done or seen or just dreamed of, and then like how can we make a party where when you come, first off, it's a costume party, so dress as your favorite like ho- holiday. Any holiday. Any holiday. Yeah. Uh, two, the rules were two, you bring a bottle, a bottle of alcohol, because we all were going to drink, and I knew that, and so we all brought a bottle of alcohol. And then three, you had to uh, bring a white elephant gift, because we were going to do, Christmas was going to have a white elephant gift exchange, but we were going to update it and not have it be like your typical white elephant. It was going to be fast. Yeah. Fast and furious. Like, not that shit where you're sitting there for two and a half and hours going like, for, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't even want these poker chips. I, I just want to go home, <laughs> you know. Oh my god! Okay, but there's so much to tell about. Okay, it. okay so, you, you tell your so first so the the one thing I'll say is, I built you know I built a party to be this thing that was like let's all celebrate and let's just like enjoy and it'll be fun and goofy and whatever. It was like one big icebreaker, which I, I like that. Yeah, and so there were all types of games. There was an egg race. There was a uh, we did red light green light. So it's like that was I think that was Mardi Gras red light green mm-hmm. light. And you had to 
play the game red light green light down the driveway but then you had to throw beads onto uh me yeah right and so it's like it's lots of little silly games yeah 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 and it's hard not to get along with people when that's happening right too. and so it's like it was like 22 people were at the party it was kind of a, a lot of people yeah. for, to be in excuse me in my house but um we had the wheel and we were dressed up and it was just fun it was it was a, a great energy good people um the best bread i've had the best bread yeah i think and we'll dive into this because i'm sure you've got some some notes on my party etiquette but to me i didn't uh-huh. eat yeah. and then when i ate then it was almost like bye-bye to everything else because then all i could think about all i wanted to do was stand by uh there was a really nice like pot of meatballs and bread <laughs> and then like it's so funny i think i really honestly have like blood sugar issues or something because it was like i was having fun and engaging and talking to people and then yeah. i ate and then it was like all i could think about or do was just stand by the meatballs uh- <laughs> and then, then it was like and then the bread had this like um seasoning on it and the bread was gone at one point and, and like yeah. i forgot that i was even at a party and i was taking my finger and like just dabbing dab- Having it in and I looked over and some random person was <laughs> looking at me. Oh my god! And at one point, in, uh, someone, this new friend that we had, I think it was one of Desiree's teachers, or I don't know, this one nice boy. Yeah, this, Sean, I think. I loved him. Yeah, he was great. And and he for came him, as Thanksgiving, which I thought was really fun. I liked him. He was a just lot. like dressed up really nice, and then he had a sign that said, "I am Thanksgiving." Yeah, I liked him. He was. <laughs> he, I feel like he had nice party energy. But at one point, I was like, I think I had like like seven meatballs in it. He's like, Meryl, stop being special. <laughs> Sean, like I liked him a lot. I thought yeah, he was very he, funny. He's great, really funny. And for his for the white elephant gift, he brought this giant size painting, like a mm-hmm. huge. I don't even. I don't even know what size it would be. Yeah. But like really, like a life size painting. Yeah. And then no one knew what it was, and he was a teacher, and he said, "Oh, this is one of my students, and I hated it, so I just, I just brought yeah, this ugly painting." Gave like, it to him, had painted it for him, and and gave it to him, and he's like, "I've been holding on to this store a long time. I'm just glad to get rid of it." And I was like, "I feel so bad for that student who yeah. has no idea that he's like, we, I gave this mockery. away as a joke." Could you imagine, like? see it luckily i don't think we posted <laughs> on instagram or anything but could you imagine like making some art and then seeing your teacher as a joke bring it to a party <laughs> like that's that's actually very hurtful but that's that's why i like but here's the problem show. if you got a present and you really didn't want it like you know someone made it you're like okay so what i have mm-hmm, to carry this mm-hmm. for the rest of my life that's not fair either it's not fair yeah i think that's why you, when you give a gift you should just say I no longer have this in my possession. Whatever you do with it, whatever you do with it is yours to do. Yes. And I was also going to say I was quite impressed with the white elephant selection. I feel like people in the best way possible did not get the memo where it's supposed to be like horrible gifts and right. and everyone's gift really except for mine what I brought I brought a <laughs> loaf of challah bread so I'm like I thought it was right. supposed to be a joke and right. people bought like these giant srirachas and this like people had beautiful like wine glasses and it was yeah. like a beautiful thing yeah well the quality of the friends that I usually typically have at the oh house are a little bit Lord. higher grade they couldn't than make maybe. it to that party so um, we had the other ones no uh no it was funny your gift was for sure the funniest in my mind because it was like everyone like got the memo and it was like a ten dollar gift exchange yes and then you brought like a dollar ninety nine holla bread two ninety nine at Trader <laughs> Joe's and it said it would go great for the holiday season yeah yeah and I know who got it and he was like yeah I, I lost like everybody in it and every gift oh, exchange, I know who got it too. It was, was like, like this, like beefy, like uh, like a like athletic boy. Yeah, who he, like probably has ever heard of he was, person. No, no, he did. He was just like, oh yeah, I definitely lost. I lost. Oh I lost. And everyone, there's always a loser in a in a white elephant gift. Yeah, it's always the ones like. Oh, I hate this. Yeah, I didn't want tickets to go see Bob Seger, you know, <laughs> or whatever. Um, okay. yeah, but a two ninety nine holla bread. That was that was okay. Well, so okay, all this being said, the party went great. Everyone was super cool. Um, 
let me let me take that back a second. Most people were super cool. Am I going to get in before, trouble? Because I feel like before I Before was... I go any further, I want to give a huge shout out to Brittany oh and God. Lindsay. Beyond. They put that shit together as far as like the food and they were so helpful. And I, Brittany you know, amazes me. And I, I don't know. Too. Yeah. I don't know if you know this about me, but when I'm, when it's go time, when it's show time, I get laser, laser, laser focused and you can't even talk to me. You can't even have a conversation. And luckily they understood that. They oh, understood yeah. That. Like when I'm before my uh, comedy show, I'm not, I can't really have a conversation with you. I'm just like, I'm making sure the comedians are here. Everyone's happy. We've That's got great. the money paid. We did this thing. So yep. I was in that mode and they were like, don't even look at us. We got everything taken yeah, care of over here with the, the food. And it was all awesome. Yeah, yeah. Brittany really, like Jack yeah. and I were both saying that it's rare to find someone, like a partner, you know, mm. a person that yeah. is so down to like not only support you. Because I'm sure you've had other girlfriends in the past too that probably would be like, okay, he's having a party and maybe I'm excited about that. But maybe they get too drunk or maybe they're like annoyed right. or, you know, they right. act a fool or they're by is the it, meatballs the, the whole time. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's rare to find someone that like not only kind of gets your wavelength, but like picks it up and is also yeah. so lovable and so talented. Yeah. And she was like, she was running the the outdoor athletic games too. And she just yeah. has such a fun, good attitude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. And, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm making sure that I explain like some people what did a good night, job. What this night was because like, I think most people came and I, I had a couple rules in the flyer. Listen, it's my party. Okay, and so I can say whatever the fuck I want. If I say like, "Hey, you gotta come and you gotta dress as a holiday," you should come and dress as a holiday. If you don't want to do that, don't come to the party. Right. I think that's totally fair. If you want to have your own party and you just go wear your regular clothes, like that's fine. I will do that. You know. And if you said come in a toga with no shorts on, I'd probably be like, "Well, I'm a never nude. I'm not doing that." Okay. <laughs> uh, but everyone kind of got that again. Got the memo right. of like, "Hey, these are the rules." But one of the rules that I thought was 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 not that hard. I said, please come ready to engage, get excited, be ready for improv and comedy and just like- I feel kind like of I'm a, not going to be the one getting in trouble when I'm Kind of hilarious inducing sort of thing. I said that once in the flyer. But, you know, listen, not everybody reads the flyer. They just go, what is it? Whatever. Okay, great. But then at the beginning of the night, I doubled down and I said, hey- there's this great, uh, there's this great coach, Phil Jackson of the Lakers. <laughs> My friend Ian had told me the story about him. How he said, uh, at the beginning of every season, he would say to his players, "Hey, here's a line. I'm asking you to trust me and to fully commit into this adventure that we're about to go on, which is this season. If you commit, I want you to cross this line, and, and when by doing that, you're part of this. We're going to do this, and we're going to fully go and trust each other. We're going to go all the way." If you're willing to do that, then cross the line. And so in my party, I said almost I said that exact story. I said, I know this is gonna be crazy, it's gonna be wild, it's gonna be silly, you're gonna be embarrassed, it's gonna be all kinds of stuff. But if you believe in it and you wanna do this, commit to this and take a shot with me. If you don't drink alcohol, right. we'll still do tonic water. I, I got tonic yeah. water and things like that. So take that shot with me. And everybody did it and we were all like, okay, we're in it. And then we went on this crazy adventure of like, oh boy, okay, this is embarrassing. Oh shit, I'm doing weird things that I didn't think <laughs> I'd like have to do. I'm running around with eggs and yeah. Right, right. And uh, just kind of funny stuff. Um, everyone agreed. And then I have to say, I have to say I was a little let down. And I don't like to be the host that's let down. But I was a little let down because by the end of the night, there was a moment that I realized, oh, wait a minute. 
This entire time I've been calling numbers and people have been doing one, two, three, five games, <sighs> five games, right? Mm -hmm. Several games, always putting themselves in an embarrassing position of having to give a speech that they didn't understand or, 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 or balance something or play the charades or in front of or have strangers. Pasta shoved in your face. Right. In front of strangers, like, yeah. right? And then. Oh God, I'm nervous. Who, who is the one person that doesn't engage the entire time and kind of has like a little bit of an attitude, a little bit of an attitude mm -hmm. is your boyfriend. Mm -hmm. A person that I'm like, wow, oh I've, my God, totally, I'm so I've yeah. totally seen him engage in, in situations. He's the guy, he's the guy that would wear a fur coat and his underwear to a live concert. And then he comes to the party and you know what he did? He got his number. He saw the corresponding ball with his number on it in the bowl and stole that ball out of the bowl mm -hmm. so that he wouldn't be called the whole night. And I didn't see that. And then he just didn't engage. And then it was kind of like he was kind of like rolling his eyes at all the games. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing here? I, 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 I listen, I like Jack. I do. But I, I have to call you out and say, like, why did he come? Why did you bring him if that's what he's going to be? Because honestly, I think that conversation should be like, hey, Jack, I'm going to this thing. It's going to be ridiculous. You're probably not going to enjoy it. Maybe you shouldn't come and that's okay. Or maybe you don't want to come. But if you come, Bo was pretty, pretty clear. He wants everybody to engage because that's what makes the party fun. And I'm not putting this on you. I'm saying like, right, he's a I'd grown like, man right, and, yeah, I'd yeah, like yeah. you to explain to me Definitely. your opinion, your take on this. Because okay. this is some beef. I, I thought about it and we talked about it after. Mm -hmm. Like it, it was a conversation that came up because it's like, what the fuck was that guy doing? Because, oh, it's sorry. A deep, before it's a deep I, situation. Before yeah. I say anything else, before uh -huh. I, I want to I wanna just, I want to finish by saying like, when I realized Jack had stolen his number, I called him out. And I said, oh, my God, we're on the last game. And you you haven't been called once. I just realized that. What the fuck? Some people have been called like four times. So I said, you know what? You have to do this next game. And so he came up. And then he goes, uh, yeah, I can't do it. I'm not doing it. Oh, my God. I saw that. And I was like, what the hell? Like, and he, yes. he, was, he had to be a... The, it was Independence Day, and you had to read a speech. No, it was President's Day. You had to read a speech of a president in another president's voice, which we had already picked. So it's like four score and seven years ago, but in the voice of JFK. Yeah. And he knows politics. He knows governments. He knows presidents. He was he knows, on radio. He, he knows was so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he got up there and goes, oh, I don't even know. I, I can't do this. I can't do this. And he, so he sat back down. I was like, I'm not going to try to like skewer him in public right. in that way, but now I'm going to skewer him in public in this way, <laughs> which is like, come on, what are you doing? Why'd you come to a party that was so much like this? If you're totally not going to engage at all, like at all, and then just kind of complain the whole time. Yeah. Okay. So now like I'll I have let you many talk. thoughts. Okay. okay so first of all, it, not that there's sides or whatever, but I'm on your side where if, if the roles were reversed, because a big deal for him is like his dream basically is to have like a bonfire of people. And, you know, he loves to watch everyone together. Like he likes to just kind of sit back and almost like yeah. watch people being happy. But if if he if if it was if the roles were reversed and like say we were hosting a party and you came and didn't engage and kind of just sat in the corner and kind of did what you did, yeah. he would be like crushed and upset and insecure and right. stuff. So it's like. Okay. I think maybe because he thinks of you as so confident and everything, he he wouldn't think that anyone would like care or get butt hurt. But huh. okay, so the first the the like the non apologetic but real version, and I don't want to like air too much of it because it's his deal. But I think he's not in the best like 
confidence place right now. So what may come across, but then the other side is it feels kind of good to like, because I think we've, cause we've only heard my fights throughout the years and I am crazy. I am totally crazy. I get that. <laughs> but, but I'm, but I'm upbeat and I'm not, like with unless someone like you know unless someone hurts my feelings I could be like a badger but I don't really have like arguments so it feels good sometimes for someone to to see <laughs> like how happy that, you like, are Jack is bad too you know <laughs> like, so, you're so you're so validated just, like, right now it's very not healthy for a relationship to like want someone else to see like what's wrong with your partner and I understand but even when his like sometimes his mom and I will commiserate and and I'm like I say to his mom like am I alone and she's like no 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 you aren't but but it, in on some level it feels. I feel validated because we go through so much and it's just like for two people like almost hitting 40 it's just like there's so many annoying things and so huh. so yeah so the 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 emotional side of it is um there's no excuse for him not participating but for what you're seeing with him like the normal like secure confident jack would totally have engaged and had fun doing the, the readings of the you know you're reading like one president you're doing right. the impression of another it, it was right up his alley when i made that when i made that game i thought of jack because i know how knowledgeable he is yes, because of the com- because of the comedy show we had months ago yes. with ian abramson and he had like all these facts about presidents i'm like yeah, oh jack is gonna love this like yes. when i was making these games like we had the light the menorah and i made that game for you mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I was like she's gonna laugh at this version of it, it. it was like Hitler's a, face on yeah, it it was like a pin the tail on the donkey but it was a menorah and you had to put the little flame on the menorah but meanwhile there were little drawings of Hitler all over the menorah and if you got not close to the flame but you touched the Fuhrer then That's you had really to take funny. a shot yes. you had to take a and shot I ended up winning. and you won yeah but it was like that kind of thing right and I, it's geeky and I don't like being spun around but I really tried to yeah. just be like okay I'm gonna be dizzy I obviously can't run but, fast. but here's it's the thing it doesn't be... matter what you like and what you don't like the truth is is that we all said we're in yeah. we don't know what this is and we know it's gonna be goofy I already said it's gonna be improv and storytelling and comedic and games and all that stuff i already said that but like we agreed we agreed yeah and i feel like it's it's kind of a kind of an abandonment of 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 agreement and saying like yeah i'm gonna be here but i'm gonna cross my arms and kind of be pouty roll my eyes not include myself and then just sort of like be a little kind of kind of shitty about it. yeah honestly honestly and so i'm i'm i really truly agree with you on that and I think like, and the, I'm not making excuses, but I'm saying the fact that when I saw him go up there and and like not even be creative enough to, mm-hmm. to or like let himself be creative enough to at least have fun or fail at this, sure. it showed me like what, um, just what like state he's in where it's like, it's just like, I don't know. I feel like his confidence is really low right now. And it's. I think that I actually think that when he's in control, he's fine with it. But the minute that it's someone else getting the attention, mm-hmm. he's really upset about it. And again, we're talking about someone else and they're not here to defend themselves. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's not fair. So that's why I think we should give him a call. <laughs> no, no, no. No, God, no. No, it's just he's a very layered person. We always talk about like the beach. Who's the lead singer of the Beach Boys that just laid in bed all the time? Brian Wilson. Yeah, he, he definitely has Brian Wilson vibes. Oh, so where he's it's autistic. Like, well, and I've just told him too because he'll be like really charming at events and stuff. And then. No, I, I just is that a wedding with him like a month ago and yeah. I had the time of my life and I was like Jack is like the one of the coolest people I totally see why Meryl sees him I'm so glad I had this moment even Brittany was like he's so funny and yeah. we had the best time and I was like Jack you and I need to hang out more and then he comes to my party and I'm like oh my god I don't want to hang out with you ever again you every right. I'm never inviting you to another party for the rest of my life that's how I felt yeah, you've, it's not nice to like you put together even for the sake of sometimes you 
have to forego your own pride to be like, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but like, you know, you put a lot of effort into the, in, and just to not participate, I don't think he was thinking that that is insulting to you. And that is like, you know, mm. sometimes you just have to like put aside your own ego and pride to be like, okay, this is important to someone else. And so if I'm going to look like an idiot, it's okay. Well, and I want to be clear. I didn't say anything at first, but then everyone else kept asking me about it. And I was like, it is affecting me. It is upsetting me. And I need to be honest about that. But the truth is I was a little let down that this is a person, you, that I'm so close with. Yeah. Like you're like my yes. one of my best friends. Yeah. And then feeling like it Ugh. was this moment was like, oh, of all the people to have that, it wasn't the guy I don't know at all. I know. Or the person I only met once. Or the guy, and this is no kidding, the guy that I met the night before and he was a friend of a friend and, and I had a couple people drop out of the party and the, the friend said, hey, can I bring that guy that you met last night and I was like you know what fucking do it just do it and that guy showed up in a costume with a bottle totally engaged on yeah, every level I was like yeah. here's a stranger I don't even fucking know this guy and he totally committed yeah and I was like I'm kind of offended I'm kind of you offended. Should be, honestly and I'm with you okay so then the answer as to like why did he come with me if he's going to act like that originally I had told him and I even said to him Bo's having an event you're probably like not going to like it you know or you're gonna feel uncomfortable mm -hmm. at it so you have every right in a non mad way like you know I kind of even I don't want to say like I like it better when he's not there but but I didn't push for it because I'm like totally yeah. happy for him not to be there yeah. and I'm very 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 loose to the point where I think like even his friends are like dude you don't know how good you have it in terms of um like he can basically like go to anything he wants, not go to anything he wants. I think, like, right. you know, like I'm very, like, which is the way it should be. Yeah, yeah. I don't but, care at all but, unless but it's I like something. You. If it's like a very special, like a concert or something, then I'm like, please come with me to this. But but if anything, especially a friend event, and especially something at your house, like I like to hang out with all your friends and. Sometimes in yeah. the past, like I haven't, I haven't brought him around to like a few of your parties because I just kind of want to be like free and liberated while I'm yeah. at your house. And so, well, I'll tell you this, I'll tell you this, and th this is going to be a very controversial thing I'm about to say to you. Okay. I would say I like you better when you're at parties and things when you're alone. Mm -hmm. because I think you engage more too. I think that energy of like, sort of like, because I'm trying to like take care of someone right, or just and, tend to them. And I find that like, you still engaged. You were awesome. You threw yourself in fully. I got tired a little bit early, but it's okay. I, know, I it's get okay. tired early. But I yeah. just noticed there's a difference in you. And I would say the best way I can describe it, and I want you to always be honest with me, and I'm yes. going to be honest mm -hmm. with you. It's like you just seem a little brattier when, really? you're, when, when you're dealing with him and that. And I'm probably, I'm probably, honestly, I'm probably putting my spear into the ground right now. My, no, and it's no, no, like, no, no, no. You shall not. I, I'm just like, the truth is, Th that's not, I noticed, I noticed that like you did engage, but you were still kind of a little like, like wah wah and I was like that's not the version I want people to see of you because like you are so dynamic and so fun and so really really that's like one of the funniest people I know and I don't want that energy to be like spewing out yeah you know it's it's tough it's really 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 tough it's tough it, like I'm not gonna lie yeah it's just a lot and so so and there's a lot to work on and I really think too like once we get dialed in I mean, like, I'm serious that I like, I want to like go to therapy with Jack and try to, you know, because his, yeah, he has such a strong, like, um, like, if he's in a bad mood or like has a temper or something, then that yeah. really does affect me. Or then I'm just like a bitch talking to, 
like you know I, I had a, I was having a really great talk with your friend Ian yeah. about we had like a wonderful talk about Dallas and and Austin and like why he might not want to live in Austin and we were just having like a great talk and then I look over and it's like Jack is just sitting on the couch and then I'm like okay well then I feel a little bit bad because then I don't want to be take you know I don't and I don't want to I don't want to skewer I don't want to skewer Jack and be like why aren't you more <laughs> like everybody else it's like it's not about that it's about like I totally understand your comfort area but like. If you don't like loud sounds, if you're a, if you don't like groups of people, if you don't like, you know, flashing lights, then maybe you don't want to go to Coachella. Maybe that's not yeah. a good play for yeah. you, right? Like I shouldn't have gone to the Vegas house party. Right, right. I can't handle my right. shit. Like, that would be a perfect example where I was kind of the him of that. And I think the older you get, the more you realize like, you know what? I'm just not that person. I, I don't like that thing. That doesn't, I don't like yeah. crazy lights and loud music and crowds and drug-induced people everywhere it's like i shouldn't go to coachella and i know that i think jack knows what he doesn't like and he's still putting himself in that position or and this is why i'm bringing it up to and you, i did not or or you're saying like you have to come because no. this is what looks no, no, right no, no, no. nope nope not at all no but you could even i'm he would a million percent attest to the fact where well what i'm I asking i'm asking you permission if you don't mind i'd like to talk to jack one-on-one with him Absolutely. Let's get him on the line. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's at home watching no, like no. the tenth version of like Golden Girls, uh, like reunion or something. No, and I, um, I had said to him, if you're going, we need, you need to like dress the part. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I don't say I didn't say you have to. And then so at one point he did show me that he had his ball. You know, he showed me yeah. his, that he had his ball. But I I just wanted to be like. He is a grown man. He's his own person. I'm not his mommy. I'm not his police person. And so I saw that and I'm just kind of like, okay, I'm in control of my own experience. So I'm going to try to have fun and like engage. And then at one point, I'm calling him out a little bit of this because then he like kind of like complained. He like looked over at me and he was like, there's not a white elephant gift for me. Are you fucking kidding me? And I guess he's like, someone didn't bring one. And, And I'm like, you're not participating in this. You can't pick and choose of like when you get a gift or not. And so I just said like, I'm like, you don't get a white <laughs> elephant gift. And so then I think he even said- Wait, it, if you don't bring one, you don't get he one. Brought, uh, we, we both brought a gift. You both brought a gift. We both brought a white elephant gift, yes. But why didn't he get a gift? Because he didn't have a ball. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he fucked himself. Right. So there were extra gifts- and Jeez. the way he said it snarkily as though someone Jesus. someone forgot their gift. And I'm like, okay, maybe it was someone that just didn't know. I don't, it's just like, you have no right to like criticize any people at this party. Oh my so it, it was, God. It was so funny because he said to me, like, like I don't get a gift. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God, I'm going to eat another fucking meatball. I'm going to choke on this meatball. So it's, I agree. I did not like, I, I think you could believe me that I did not push for him. He was a welcome to come with me to this. And in the past, I would even say like, you know, we went to you and I went to and a bunch of our friends went to go um, see Lips or like, we you know, we went yeah. to that restaurant Lips. Yeah. He was kind of like nicely, like un- not invited to that, you know, because right. I wanted to be you free. Just knew, and I wanted you to knew be, what the situation was going to be and it wasn't going to be fun if it was with him. Yeah. So I want you to really ask yourself a, a deep, deep question. Okay. Where where was that white elephant gift? No, no. What's his number? I want to dial it. Let's Stop. get him on the line. I'm just joking. Um, no, I just think. This is not, I mean, and I understand this is in some ways not fair to be throwing this out here right now without him able to and defend himself. And you guys should himself. probably have it. I will, I, I promise yeah. I will have that conversation with him. But I just was like asking you because, again, I'm close with you. Yes. I'm not as close with him. I would be I'm just hurt not. if like you or Brittany or someone, if I was planning something and you guys were like sitting with your arms crossed. It's just hurtful. I think it's just like, just don't come then. Yeah. And I, and I say that to our listeners is like, 
it's okay. It's okay. Maybe you're thinking like, Bo, you're expecting too much from your guests. No. But I don't think so. I think that if you say like, hey, we're going to all, hey, perfect example. And I'm sure you've seen this and maybe you roll your eyes at it. I probably would roll my eyes at it. But it's like, hey, I'm getting married. I want everyone to wear white. Mm -hmm. Or I want everyone to wear this these tones of colors it's like it's okay if you don't want to do it but then don't go to the wedding yeah that's okay it's okay it didn't cost money to engage it doesn't cost money right all you have to do is come going like i'm gonna i'm gonna be part of this night whatever it is and i just don't i i just don't like this like it's like just don't come to the party you're totally right honestly if, if you think that i'm being ridiculous or you think that like what i'm asking for is too much then then don't come totally fine yeah totally realistic for you to not come but if you come and you accept all the rules and all the things like play the fucking game play if you're gonna cross the line and you're gonna be part of the team and you're gonna play for the lakers play for the fucking <laughs> lakers don't cross the line and be like i'm in for the spirit and then it's like ah, i'm just gonna sit on the bench and i'm gonna roll my eyes at everything that everyone i know does. Like, i that's know it's stupid it's stupid and, and i think don't do it and i agree and i think um there's this is even better to me like the party that you set up i would think that he would like that better than just normal talk of like what do you do for work what do you because what you're doing is setting up an experience that like no one has to talk about what they do for work no one has to talk about weird braggy things that he doesn't like and so it's almost like the whole point was to have everybody bonding over the ridiculousness of the night you know and and th- and that's that's something I really enjoy is like instead of just going like hey want to get together and just drink like, it wasn't about yeah, drinking exactly, and yeah. talking about work it was about like hey get together let's be human and <laughs> and have an experience that we probably haven't had too many times in the last two years which is like get silly get get funny uh-huh. and tell funny stories and then what I wanted and what I always hope for is that people walk away with an experience that they go I've never had that experience before. That was really cool. That's why, I, I mean, honestly, that's why I built this bar. It's like when you walk in, you're like, wow, you have that in your house? Yeah. Wow, you thought of that? Oh, that's so cool. It's not about me bragging about it. It's about like I'm able to give someone a moment that they go like, that was really cool. I can't believe that. I'm going to tell people about that. Yeah. That game was really funny. Or remember when we watched Meryl, like, like <laughs> my favorite part of the night, and I have a video and I'll show it to you. Was it the complimenting? It was, I, I set up a game and, and Brittany and I wrote this together. It was, um, it was Valentine's Day. And so I <laughs> thought this would be a really funny idea. We'll reenact the lady in the tramp scene where they're eating spaghetti together. But then I started thinking about COVID and, and Brittany kind of brought that up. And I was like, yeah, I bet people don't want to be like oh, touching yeah. the same pasta life. and stuff. So I was like, Ooh, what if we, what if we did, we just, we still made pasta, right? But then we had people eat pasta and have to like recite poetry, okay? Mm-hmm. And that was the next idea. And then at the 11th hour, I was like, no, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna have two people put their arms through and they're gonna be the people actually serving the pasta. And I'm sure you've seen this this kind of idea. It's always on like whose line is it anyway? Right, right, yeah. where someone else is, is, so someone stands behind you, they put their arms through your, like sort of your armpit area and they're doing the action. The person who's standing there is sort of like, has their hands behind their back. But in this case, we had that person hold the pasta, a big plate of cold pasta. It was an enormous mound of pasta. Cooked to perfection, my yeah, guy. Yes. It's so Brittany, fucking Brittany good. Yeah. Cooked it to perfection. Damn, girl. Even she just seasoned like, it. She said, no, people aren't going to want to eat just garbage it pasta. It was seasoned? Oh, she seasoned it. Was it was so tasty. Well salted. Okay, I got it. Um, <laughs> and so 
you held the pasta, right? You held the plate, and then someone so I got else. Picked. Yeah, I got yeah, picked. Someone yep. else was your arms. Mimi. Mimi. Love her. Yep. And you were the 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 idea was that you held the plate. Mimi fed you the pasta, right? And then in between you talking and Ian, who you were up against, Ian and who was the other person? I forget. Oh, Javier. Okay, so these are best people, the best picks. Yes, I love them. Yep. Uh, other than Mimi's arms are too short <laughs> and your boobs are too big. Um, so the idea was like Ian would try to give you a compliment while Javier was shoving pasta in his face. And then you would give him a compliment while Mimi was shoving pasta into your face. Yeah. And you took turns giving each other five compliments. And it was so funny because it went from like all you ever said about Ian it was just was, physical attributes. Yeah, it was like, yeah, I like your calves. He has nice calves. You, you nice have biceps, nice biceps. Kind yeah. eyes. Yeah, and then he was like, it was he liked really my funny. confidence, and then I could. But but the win, the win was the last compliment you gave. Okay, so you had to keep eating pasta until you got through oh, all that's five right. compliments. I had to talk about this on the car right. And now. then you said, you said, someone told me. That you have a nice sized penis. Yeah, I don't know who, but I remember hearing about this. <laughs> who told you that? One, who do you know that has ever seen Ian's penis? I can't remember. Okay. I and think then, maybe, I think I know what it was. Oh, you know what it was. I think one time, well, Britt and I were hiking. Uh huh. I brought up the conversation and basically said, let's go through every single one of Bo's friends and talk about what we think their penis looks like. Oh, wow. What a great game. Britt had said, that is disrespectful. I don't want to do that. No, she, she said, didn't no, say yes, that. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, all of Bo's friends have bigger dicks. And I'm we sure about, of that. No. And, we, and we talked about So maybe I got messed up in what we said. No. Maybe I got messed up in what we said. Because I, I remember. Well, first off, I know Britt would never say a negative thing about me at all. No, not so. you. I know. Um, we went around your posse and basically said. But what a funny game that you would create because she didn't create that. I'm in like eighth grade. And no, I can't there's help it. no way she would say. Oh hey, no, I definitely. Let's talk about both friends, Cox. I literally said we were hiking and I needed I needed something to fill my brain and I'm like let's go through every single one of both friends and talk about in depth. So you then publicly said I think <laughs> I heard somewhere that Ian has a nice size penis and i remember but, that it was my conversation <laughs> but it was just you dreaming and thinking like i bet of bo's friends ian has a nice size penis you don't have any idea there's nothing to back this up no yeah now that i <laughs> i did ex the next day i thought about that i'm like well, who did tell me and there then were i had 20 flashbacks. i'm just telling you that's the that's the biggest like get right to stand in front of a bunch of strangers and people that you know and and, and have someone say Oh yeah, that person has a big dick. Aww. He probably was like, "Yes, thank you." I'm sure that's, uh, Ian's wonderful, but it is so oh, funny. Ian where, is wonderful, and I I really do enjoy talking with him, and I I I think it's very funny. Where like he was, I was so happy to be uh, in that game with him because I have like a lot of nice things to say about him. Well, but it is funny that it didn't get to like you know I think he's smart, funny, cool. Sure, but I think my what I had complimented him on was like you have nice calves and you make Bo happy. <laughs> Yeah, one of, it's a really funny moment where you, you say you make Bo happy, and then he goes, "You make Bo happy." <laughs> oh. It's like, oh, you both got off of the, you got off a little bit on that. I think uh, I said I, I had nice, or I, I told him you have nice calves, and he looked down at my legs. And he's like, "Oh, you're funny." <laughs> like, he said, "You have, you have <laughs> you've nice confidence, eating etiquette." I feel like he's one of those people that is almost like you're so confident, but like also doesn't know what, like why is that? Like, but no, that was it was very yeah. fun, and honestly, you are right for feeling that way. And I think I, I it's so funny. I pick like people like this where I've been through this before with another ex-boyfriend of mine who 
I felt like finally one day we got into a fight because he would always um, push away. Like, of course, no one. We don't like to be saying happy birthday to. That's a very like awkward human experience. Yeah, nobody no likes one that. likes that. Nobody likes that. But he would. Uh, like he never wanted to be photographed and then he never wanted like any sort of birthday recognition insecurity just insecurity but I even told him I think that's almost at some point it's like a form of narcissism because it's like just get over it and like sorry you're like everyone just sit there at Chili's and get sung to you weirdo like okay that makes sense too that makes sense too where it's like you it almost creates more attention more attention by acting like you don't want attention I take your photo and yeah just like I'm sorry but just sometimes you would just have to like do the normal human experience yeah well, well, I'm not going to say anything, and I'm going to let you guys talk because yeah, if anything, I, I'll reach out. I'll reach out. I, I, I know. Listen again. I, I totally understand. We're on a podcast right now that goes out to hundreds of thousands of listeners. Just hundreds lately. Uh, thousands of almost listeners. a thousand. Yeah, almost a thousand. Yeah, uh, a thousand. No, but that being said, yeah. Of course, I want to have that conversation, mm-hmm. but I wanted to. I wanted to like you know throw you under the bus first. But what am I supposed to do? Leave. Uh, what am I supposed to do? Like I've suggested therapy. Train your dog. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. I'm just kidding. I don't. I don't feel that way. No, no, no. I just thought that was the of this party that so many things could have gone of wrong. It's like, it's like so many yeah. things could have. People could have gotten drunk. The uh, fell down the stairs. Or, yeah. Accidentally smash the TV or break a computer or whatever it is. Right. My whole life is right here, and, and then I have 20 people in the house. And it's that's twenty people is a lot of people in any house, mm-hmm. and it's like playing games and being silly and whatever. Everything went great. Yeah, except except, this. except that. Yep. And if you want to talk about like if you were looking to just blend into the herd, then a good way to do that is just kind of like do what everyone else is doing. When you don't pick the ball and when yeah. you're just sitting there, yeah. now what you're going to get is some level of like lots of attention. Yeah, which and that's makes what he me got. wonder if like, maybe on some level that's what they want, that's and that's what, what he they wants. want. God fucking damn it. I get more lesbian every day. Okay, wait. Do we, have, do we just have like three minutes to talk about something that's been in my mind? Yes, of course. We have three minutes. I mean, this is a long episode. Okay, okay. You're asking people to to play a Stay game that maybe they don't want to play. Okay, it's very uh, quick. I'll go, go quick. I'll, I'll let you. Okay, this is my gripe this week is that, um, okay, this is going to be a spoiler for Sex in the City. So I need everyone to. <laughs> I would love to talk about it. Okay, we're going to talk about it. I would love it. to okay, talk so about it. If, if you don't want to talk about it, like just sign off or whatever. But at this point, it's been this. It's been a week. So and, and honestly, this the news is everywhere. This episode of Shit Show has no, been edited by. No, no, no. no, no. no. Okay, so, um, okay, so like the new reboot, the revival, right. and just like that. And just, just like, like that, that is so out. garbage. Now, it's such yes, garbage, garbage. It is garbage. And so normally, you know, like I have been, I am. 38 years old which means like I was part of the pack that has mm-hmm. been raised on Sex in the City sure. it was very instrumental in my college years I watched every episode it was so important at that time it was it really was I watched it at that time and go and, and was just like this is a show that we need this yeah. is a show oh, we yeah. need it's shaped in like yeah. all these all the ideas of like he's just not that into you yeah. and you know it sparked yeah. so many things that now we have in our common day and of course like you can relate to a, a Carrie and, and I think also like as a person probably most likely not having babies it really gave like cool beautiful examples of women that have decided to like not have children or they right, have them unexpectedly right. later yeah. in life okay so my first issue issue because normally it's like okay i wouldn't care if a tv show is bad or i don't really care but because i'm so emotionally invested in it and the movies were horrible everyone knows even that carrie you know sarah jessica parker has like laughed that the movies are bad right and that's just like a known fact that everyone hates the movies but I thought so the very first thing that everyone has talk, been talking about is the level of like performing wokeness in in the reboot because yeah. <clears throat> someone had a really good point where 
they were like, what? So basically the one character, Miranda, goes back to like a class and her professor's black. And then suddenly she's like fumbling around the professor and is like, oh, uh, you have nice hair. Oh, uh, I didn't mean that. Like, And then someone said, Miranda is like extremely progressive and has dated a black man before. So like when did these characters regress to the point now where they like don't know what to say to like a black person? Right. And that's totally true. Where like Because of what Black Lives Matter and that we have to like respond in this new yeah. way and like, oh, let's take care of that. Yes, but it, it made her seem as though she's like never dealt with a black person before. And then, of course, Carrie's job is now she's on a podcast, a very woke mm-hmm, podcast. Mm-hmm. And and she's just navigating that territory. And it's like very, very like. I don't like on either end. I don't like when things go too much, like if they have to put in a ton of political or, you know, woke, you know, on mm-hmm. on either end of anything. I don't like when it's it's like woven too well, it's much. It's kind of crazy, right, to think like here's a, a show that was so poignant, so relevant at the time that's now trying to reach to be relevant again. Yes. And you're chasing like, trends. Yeah. And, and that's yeah. why it's like stop and they set a lot of the times like they were the ones that right. set like samantha sleeping with a young man and then her being hot even while going through chemo and then right. you know and sarah jessica or carrie choosing like mr big over aiden when aiden was clearly like the nicer one and then and then like charlotte had adopting a baby so it was like they were the ones like, charlotte adopted an asian baby when that really wasn't like right. you know quote unquote popular or whatever so it was just like now, now everybody has a now bag. everyone has an asian now baby everyone in a has podcast an asian yeah baby bag. and it, even carrie said at one point she said I have to go be on a podcast. It's like doing jury duty. And I'm like, I feel like that's also a writer's way of showing that we're in the modern day era. It's like someone has a podcast. <laughs> and it, right. It's just so funny how now that has become like in the zeitgeist. Right. of. And then the next thing, obviously, and spoiler alert, is that we all know Mr. Big, Big dies. Big dies at the end of the first episode. And I watched it. And I, I have to tell you, Britt and I watched it together. And we kind of skimmed a little bit. Because watch the opening scene and how they talk about... <laughs> How what, what was her character's name? Who's no longer in it? Oh, Samantha. Samantha. So the, the, she right, ghosted her like, right out of right out of the gate. It's just like, well, Samantha's not not with us anymore. Oh, she died. No, she moved to London. Oh, okay. And that's like how they address it. Yeah, it's so obviously like just garbage writing. Yes. And then you get to the end. We kind of skimmed through a little bit, and I was like, I don't want to watch this, but like, I kind of want to know what's going on and what the feeling, the uh-huh. tone is. Then Mr. Big <laughs> rides a Peloton and then dies from a heart attack after, and Peloton stocks yep. crash, crash, because everyone's like, oh, he killed Mr. Big, and and. Britt and I laughed so and hard. And it's like Peloton has to come out with a statement. Yeah, Peloton then, had yeah. to come out with a statement. It's like, Pelotons don't kill people. People kill people. You yeah. know, whatever it was. It's so stupid. Pelotons are canceled. And then everyone was freaking out. I wasn't. It was so funny. God, to like, it's so dumb. I watched it and I was screaming. Not in a in a way where everyone said like she didn't call 911. He was like dying forever. And instead she like kisses him on the mouth weirdly. Mm-hmm, and I'm like, mm-hmm. so. but I told, Also, anybody that has a heart attack, right? It's kind of excruciating, Mm -hmm. yes. And if you haven't seen this, what happens is he has the heart attack, but then like what seems to be like 15 to 30 minutes later, what must be 30 to 45 minutes later, right? She leaves the place. She gets a taxi. She gets home in her New York apartment. She goes upstairs. He's still got his eyes open like... Yeah, and then he dies right then. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck yeah, it's are you really doing? This is poorly written. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know if heart attacks work like that. Right, and I don't know if he maybe if uh, what is it Christopher Noth? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If he's the if he only had like one episode in his contract or something, then like 
send him off to a business trip or have them divorce nicely or you know but i i felt like i am totally down to be emotionally manipulated and have it go a certain way but i was infuriated of how it went and like i'm not being dramatic but i feel like the writers really insulted the longtime viewers by having that happen because it's like we've been so invested in this relationship and we've been so in it's like very weird and and honestly like i I hate to say it's insulting but i really do find it where it's like the very first episode you just kill him off and i think they were doing it for shock value but it was done so poorly it's probably my least favorite thing on tv i've ever seen honestly i have to say this is like you have an investment in the show yeah and i get that and so that why that's why it's a disservice to you but as a writer you already know the end when you're still watching the beginning, the writer knows the end. They, we have to get her here, right? Now she's going to have to be dating. What, what happens? Her. What happens? How do we? How do we inject a newness into the season? Right? We'll kill off her husband, and then she's got to grieve. And then now it's what's it like to be dating in this right. era as this person? Right? And maybe it will make more sense in episode eight. I'll hate this. No, less. it it will make more sense because guaranteed she's going to be like dating in her fifties. Well, right? Another spoiler. I heard. Aiden comes back. No, which, yeah, yep. is that real? Yeah, which I don't know if they come end up on. To, yeah, but come also on, it's very insulting for the Mister Big Lovers of all of us. Where it's yeah. like we we didn't we didn't want him the first time. And you know so, what? You know, I don't. And who I knows don't... if that's gonna happen? But I heard that in one way or another, maybe it's just as her friend or something. Well, hopefully they just get coffee. But that's yeah. garbage. That's garbage. And that's the thing. These seasons, these are not made for people who really like the story. This is people who go like, hey, where's that thing that I like? It's it, Where did it go? I want it back. And then you go, oh, well, here it is. It's like, how many sequels can you get to whatever yeah, thing that you like? Yeah, you yeah. Know? And, and I've, I've never seen such a response from, they really did a poor job because even like, on TikTok and social media, all the people that that it's like all these girls my age were basically like, I hated that. I wasn't emotionally yeah. moved by it. No, it was goofy. I t- wanted to turn it off. I don't. It care was about goofy, the third episode. and they paired yeah. it with this like <gasps> garbage symphony music, uh, you know, like classical music, and it was like, oh, you know what's gonna happen. Yeah. It's like it's so stupid. Did any of you guys watch it, and do you like it? I want to hear from someone that thinks it was done well. Yeah, let us know, and then also let us know what do you think about Jack. <laughs> um, we'll talk to you next time. We're out of here. Oh my God. I'm Done. Out I'm of here. done. Returning your ball. Uh huh. I've heard your... you have a nice penis. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys next time. Ready? We love you. This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was composed and sang by your friendly camp director, me, PB and J. If you've got a question or you want to be the next camper of the week, email us at campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Meryl on Instagram at Campfire Shit Show, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Well, kids, it's time to pack up the camp and put out the fire. But don't you worry. We'll see you soon on another episode of the Campfire Shit Show. <laughs>